Hello and happy Monday. This is Susan Hyatt and it's Go Time. This is the 103rd episode in a series of Go podcasts designed to wake you up on your Monday morning and get you going. Does this scenario sound familiar to you? You get invited to a dinner party or a birthday party or some kind of work-related party, a social gathering, and you're not really that excited about it, but you feel like you need to go, otherwise you might offend the person who invited you, or you might miss out on something important. So you haul yourself over to the party. (laughs) You're already pretty tired when you walk in the door. It's already been a long, busy day. Maybe you're feeling a little shy and awkward. Maybe your friend was supposed to go with you, but she flaked out at the last second. Now you're there all alone. You're struggling to summon up the energy to talk to people. You're just not in the mood to chit-chat with strangers. So you head for the bar or the snack table or the buffet, and you start loading up your plate, mainly out of sheer boredom. Before you know it, you've eaten your way through like half a dozen mini quiches and pigs in a blanket and a bunch of cheese and brownie bites and maybe a couple of glasses of wine. You barely even tasted any of it. You just sort of inhaled it. And then you wonder, oh, why did I do that? Has that ever happened to you? I've heard stories like that from so many of my clients over the years, myself included. There are so many women and men, too, who secretly hate going to parties and who struggle with mindless snacking and drinking when they're there. There's a lot of overindulging that happens at social events and a lot of post-party regret. And yep, I've totally been there. I remember this one time. Actually, it used to be every holiday season. (laughs) Scott and I negotiate what holiday parties I will go to because there aren't that many big holiday parties I really want to attend. People think I'm such an extrovert and I'm really not. And my husband is an extra extrovert and he loves to go to almost every party invitation he receives. He just eats it up. And um, this was really early on in my coaching career. Uh, There's this one big party he loves to go to, and I was really dreading it. And um, there were a lot of people there who knew that I had become a life coach, but didn't quite understand what that was. And so it was a lot of awkward conversations like, well, what is life coaching? And what is this new thing you're, this little thing you're doing? And I found myself having another glass of wine and another cupcake and another glass of wine and another cupcake. And by the end of the night, oh my gosh, I had such a sugar and alcohol hangover, all because I couldn't deal with all the awkward feelings coming up. What I experienced at that party is what so many of us experience. You go to a social gathering, you feel nervous or bored or uncomfortable, and so then you try to dull those emotions with food and alcohol. It's totally understandable and It's something we can learn to stop doing because it's really not much fun. (laughs) And you might be wondering, okay, but how? How do I stop overeating at social events? Well, here are some guidelines that I recommend and that have really helped me a lot. Number one, if I get invited to something and I don't want to go, then I just don't go. 
For me these days, it's really that simple. I only go to events that I truly want to attend because life is too short to go to events that feel boring or unappealing or this just don't realistically fit into my schedule. Why put yourself into a situation that you know you're not going to enjoy unless something is absolutely required for your career or crucially important to someone you love, like your spouse or partner, there are those instances. But otherwise, you can just not go. You are allowed to receive an invitation and say, no. You might think, oh my gosh, they'll be so offended or... I might miss out on something important, but nope, (laughs) you're not going to miss anything. I promise you the world will keep turning even if you say no to a happy hour event or a PTA meeting or a fundraiser or whatever. Look, if you receive an invitation and your body feels heavy, lethargic, and resentful just thinking about it that's a big sign that you should probably decline. These days, I manage my calendar really intentionally and with very, very few exceptions. I only attend stuff that I'm seriously excited to be a part of. And that way, when I show, I'm in a great mood. I'm happy, I'm excited, relaxed, feeling great, and I can't wait to see the people there. When I feel fantastic, then I don't feel the urge to eat out of stress. And so that's the first guideline I'd recommend. If you struggle with overeating at parties, stop going to the things you don't want to go to. Start there. Here's the second guideline. Number two, come up with a game plan before you walk in the door. Going into an event, I like to have a strategy. I like to decide ahead of time why I'm going and what I hope to get out of the experience. I might say to myself, all right, I'm going to have a glass of Prosecco with my friend Rachel, and I want to hear all about her latest product launch, and I want to give her a big hug and then go home. That's my plan for tonight. Or I might say to myself, I'm going to go talk to two people that I don't know very well. Or I might say, okay, I'm going because I want to support my friend's book launch. I'm showing up for her to show how much I love her. I don't need to do anything other than be there and smile and buy a book and say, oh my gosh, great job. I always enjoy having a game plan. It makes me feel focused when I step into the room instead of feeling like a deer in the headlights. Being at a party is just like any other scenario in life. It feels a lot more meaningful when you've decided why you're there and what your purpose is going to be. Okay, last guideline to help you avoid stress eating at social events. Number three, be a conversation starter. Ask people unexpected questions. So one big reason why people hate going to parties is that some parties are filled with conversations that are excruciatingly boring. I like to say that I enjoy big talk, not small talk. But it doesn't have to be like that. You can decide, you know what? I'm going to spark some interesting conversations. I'm going to bring some life into this party. So I have a girlfriend who loves doing this. When she's in an event, she'll sidle over to people who look super bored, you know, standing there staring at their phones and she'll say something totally unexpected like, so I was reading about the history of this hotel and I read that this building is allegedly haunted by ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? Have you ever had an experience where you felt something or sensed something like that? And just like that, suddenly... Everyone's telling stories about their ghost encounters, and there's some lively conversation going on. This is a great strategy for parties. So instead of asking typical boring questions like, where are you from? What do you do? Try asking an unexpected question and see where the conversation goes. 
honestly, the other people at the party are probably feeling just as shy, awkward, and anxious as you are. And so they'll be grateful that you steered the conversation in a stimulating direction. Try memorizing one or two questions before you head into the party and then bust them out. Some fun questions are, do you believe in ghosts? Or if that's too quirky for you, you could ask, what's been the best part of your day so far? Or what's one thing you really want to do before the end of the summer? That's a great one. Or what's one of your personal heroes and why? And when you're immersed in a fascinating conversation, it feeds your mind and spirit and And when your mind and spirit are being nourished, then you don't feel such a strong urge to mindlessly snack on appetizers out of boredom. So to recap these suggestions, number one, don't go to parties just because other people expect you to. Don't go to the ones you don't want to go to. If you stuff your calendar full of experiences that make you feel bored and resentful, then you're much, much more likely to stuff yourself with extra food to cope with unhappy feelings. Start by saying no thank you like three times more than you typically do. Practice that. Number two, come up with a game plan, a strategy. What I really mean is set an intention. Decide why you're going to this thing. Is it to support a friend, a partner? Is it to catch up with someone you haven't seen in a long time? Is it because you want to challenge yourself to be brave and chat with one or two people you don't know very well and maybe make some new friends? Decide why you're going so that you feel purposeful instead of aimless. And number three, ask people unexpected questions. Keep a couple of questions tucked in the back of your mind. Ask What's the worst date you've ever been on? Or what's something you'd love to experience before the end of this year? Get people talking. With just one question, you can spark a fascinating conversation and people will love being around you. Okay, peeps, my challenge for you this week is to say no to a social commitment that you don't want to do. Instead, seek out an experience that you do want to do, whether it's trying a new workout class, trying a new restaurant, going to the movies, or spending quality time with a friend that you miss, or whatever actually sounds fun to you. Do that. Life is too damn short to spend your time stewing in resentment. Pursue and create the social experiences that you crave. That's what I invite you to do, and this is one invitation that I hope you'll accept. It's go time.